Today's episode of the Great Amherst Podcast is brought to you by the Bicycle Specialist. Basil and Julie Hicks are open limited hours and are offering to pick up your bike, stroller, or other items that need servicing. Find the Bicycle Specialist on Facebook or by phone at 660-3393. And today's episode is brought to you by The Art of Eating Deli. You can't come spend time with Fran right now, but she'll still make you food and coffee. You just have to take it home. Order online at artofeatingns.ca or call 660-9105. Welcome to the Great Amherst Podcast with Andrew Cameron. Episode 3. Our guest today is Ryan Reynolds with Sculpt Health and Wellness in Amherst. I've worked with Ryan as a client for probably a year and a half or more, uh, focusing on getting me healthier, eating better, exercising, and just becoming healthier. And I wanted him to come on so that we could talk about the importance of maintaining your health in general and the importance of maintaining your health and ways to maintain your health during this coronavirus situation that we find ourselves in right now. So he and I talked about ways to eat better, ways to exercise better, and the importance of sleep and managing your stress. So I hope you enjoy this show. And if you could subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, like our Facebook page, and subscribe to our newsletter at tgapod.com. This way you'll stay up to date on everything that we're doing. And I have one more request for everybody as well. I'm trying to capture everybody who's doing something in the community, either to help others or businesses that are still open and, and I'm struggling. So if you know of anybody, please email in info at tgapod.com and let me know. So we're looking for businesses doing different things, community members looking to help out. And finally, I'm also interested in learning about other people that would be interesting guests that you would like to hear from. So again, please email me at info at tgapod.com with other businesses that are doing things around the community, people that are helping in the community, or other guest suggestions that you may have. And finally, today's podcast is brought to you by Getting Older. When you're almost 40 and you decide to grow a new beard, don't be shocked by the surprise gray hairs that appear. And now on to the show. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Great Amherst Podcast with Andrew Cameron. Uh, today I'm joined by Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's owner of Sculpt Health and Wellness. They operate out of Burbine's gym. He's also the owner of East Coast Athlete and Next Level Properties uh, in Spring Hill. Also made the note, he was minor hockey coach this year. And as he emphasized, only one loss. And very proud, uh, proud Spring Hiller. So Ryan, thank you very much for coming on. It's uh, nope, no as- problem, Andrew. Thanks for for having me. And uh, that that list of things in which I do and I'm a part of it makes it sound like I can't uh, stay focused on any one thing. I, <laughs> I I tend to have my my hands in many different pots at the same time, but uh, I enjoy Nothing it. I enjoy staying busy. No, I enjoy variety and I enjoy seeing. Yeah, and so you and I have worked together for a year and a half or so. I was as a, myself as a client with Sculpt Health and Wellness, um, and we were working on eating better, uh, exercising more and just living a, living a healthier lifestyle. And yeah, yeah. yeah, Ryan, you posted a little video the other day on Facebook where you're talking about the importance of maintaining your health during COVID-19 and during the coronavirus. And, And I watched it and I wanted you to come on to talk about that topic. So I was wondering if you could start and just 
well, summarize the main message that you had in that video. Yeah, if that absolutely. All yeah, and I'll try to say, because there was a lot of different points that I talked about in that video. Yeah. But the main one, obviously, and this is where I want everyone's kind of mindset to be um, when it comes to, especially during this period, it's, it's on your health. Um, a lot of the clients I work with, um, you know, as a side effect, yes, you do become healthier when you focus on your nutrition and your exercise and stress levels and all that stuff. But um, when it comes to um, like something like COVID-19, health needs to be the priority, right? But the big thing is, and the difference between everything is that, um, you know, regardless of what you got to do to improve your health, um, the same side effect is going to happen for, you know, you're still going to lose weight. You're still going to have more energy. You're, you know, when you focus on the things that do improve your health. So um, the reason why I kind of wanted to do that video is because this time um, in our lives as a society, there's no time where it's more important to focus on our health. Right. Um, because um, we have control over what we do as individuals in terms of our health. And um, that's the only thing we have control over right now. Yes, we can do, we, we need to do the social distancing, yeah. um, but it's, it's a huge priority to make sure that we maintain our health during this period. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's sort of, I took it from two, from watching your video, I took two things from it. One was, you know, maintaining your health will put you in a better position to, um, to get through what, get through this that we're going through, mm -hmm. you know, that Absolutely. if you're feeling healthier and you're going to be better prepared to take this on, take on this challenge Absolutely. right now. And also yeah. the healthier you are, the better your immune system is to yeah. help strengthen your body for, right. for the situation and, and too. The, and those two things go, go hand in hand. And, uh, and the, the whole reason I talked a little bit about you before the, the podcast earlier, Andrew, about um, the reason why I want to do that video is not because um, people don't want to make their health a priority. And I just, I just think the, the education level isn't there and uh, they don't know what to focus on. Right. But it's literally, it's literally very simple. So some of the things that I talked about is, is, and this is aside from the social distancing, I don't want to, I don't want people to think that I'm trying to take away from the social distancing aspect of it and say that that's not important because it is. That is the number one thing that people need to do so that they don't come in contact with the virus, so, right? So it's almost the better question is at this point is how do we take care of our own health while maintaining the social distancing while staying home when you don't have access to Burbines, to the Y, to the gym, to the pool, to to all these different things that may be the better. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so, so how do we do it and, and, and why are we doing it? Because um, I've talked a little bit about you um, to you about this uh, before to Andrew, about when people understand why they're doing something, mm -hmm. they're more likely to continue to adapt yep. those and adopt those habits. Right. So when it comes to nutrition, right, it, this is, this is a time where um, uh, um, people are, like I said, are a little bit skewed. So when I, um, originally kind of found out about this whole coronavirus thing, or when it finally got real, I guess, so yeah. to speak, um, I was away, um, in Halifax with my family. We, we were supposed to have a hockey tournament that weekend. Um, didn't happen. So we decided to take the kids away because uh, they were a little bit disappointed for mm -hmm. sure. So, um, that weekend, you know, everything started to come out about places being locked down. Yeah. Um, but what really struck me and really worried me is that, um, you know, I'm seeing these videos and pictures of, of empty shelves and grocery stores and things like that. So when we finally got back from Halifax, I went to the grocery store 
And uh, much to my surprise, all the groceries and foods that I eat, there was plenty of it, right? Yeah. The only shelves that were um, actually empty were like craft Dinner shelves, Mr. Noodle shelves, pasta shelves, stuff that is going to do very little or nothing for my actual health. And right. this is what stimulated me or, or, or basically was the catalyst for me to, to do that uh, initial video because um, I knew that people um, needed to be educated more on why it's important to, you know, adopt a whole food diet, um, a diet full of vitamins and minerals um, and, and proper and adequate nutrition yeah. as opposed to just getting calories from processed, refined um, yeah. pre-made garbage. Right. Yeah. So, so, so with nutrition, you know, um, you know, fruits, vegetables, all those things or whatever, right. Obviously it's important to have those so that our, our health can be optimized because when our health is optimized, our immune system is optimized. And there's even some people, when I say like, I'm going to use the word immune system as if everyone knows what it means. There's still a lot of people who don't even yeah. know what the hell an immune system is, but that's basically the system in our body that helps us fight off disease. Right. So, so by, by eating a proper diet that's full of whole food nutrition, we yep. make sure our immune system is firing at max capacity because, you know, there, if, if we do come into contact with this virus, it's going to yep. be important that our immune system is working on all cylinders because if it's right. not, we're going to be more susceptible to the side effects of it, which yep. could potentially be death. Very, like not to yeah. go down... Yeah, not to go down yeah. that road, but like that's that's a potential reality, right? So if you are someone who is eating a diet that is full of processed, refined sugars, starches, yeah. preservatives, you're really shooting yourself in the foot when it comes to your immune system. And that's just one thing. That's just yeah. the nutrition side of things, right? So yeah, and, then, and obviously, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and it's also to think about it. It's like at this time there we still have colds going around and we still have flus going around. So even if eating well to prevent getting a cold or getting a flu at this point of time is beneficial for that. If you do come across somebody who is symptomatic of, or positive for COVID, it just, it gives you another. A layer of defense. That's all yeah. it is. Right. And, yeah. and I'm the type of person, regardless of what I'm doing, I don't care if I am, fighting off COVID, COVID-19 or if I'm competing in a bodybuilding competition or if I'm playing checkers with my grandmother, yeah. I leave no stone unturned. Yeah. I, I, I do not want to look back at any moment in my life and have regret. Yeah. Right. So, and I had this conversation with a client earlier today. I said, if, you know, three months down the road, three weeks down the road, whatever it is, if I'm laying in a bed in the hospital because of COVID-19, I can look back and say, you know what? I did all I could. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to laying in the bed saying, Ooh, you know what? Was that Pepsi really that. worth it? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like I said, if people, if people kind of joke about it, but there's no more important time to make health a priority and there's no easier time. Like we have more time now for mm -hmm. most people who, who, you know, either who either are working from home or don't have to go to work or, you know, unfortunately people who did get laid off yeah. um, there, it's, it, we have the time to invest in, preparing whole food at home, mm -hmm. um, whole food, not just for ourselves, but for our families. Right. Yeah. Um, but we don't see much of that. People are still living in the, uh, what I like to call like convenience mode where they buy yeah. the, the TV dinners and yeah. the, the, the boxed the side packaged kicks, stuff. The, yes. Yeah. Gar literally, literally garbage. Right. So, so nutrition is, is, is absolutely huge. If we want to make sure that our immune system and our health 
is, is firing at max capacity. And, and there's a side effect to it too. The things that we got to do to make our health and our immune system strong are the exact same things we need to do to lose weight, have more energy, yeah. change our body composition. Like those things don't change. So I, and those are the conversations I have with my clients right now, you know, cause I, I deal with a lot of people who want to lose weight and yeah. that's their goal. Yeah. That's cool. But let's shift the, the, the focus over to health because that's the priority right now, right? That's yeah. what needs to be the focus, right? Um, but as a cool side effect of all of that, you're still going to lose weight. You, you will lose have weight. more energy. Yeah, absolutely. No, nothing changes. That's what I liked when, when we first started working together. Cause I think I was in that mode of, okay, I need to lose some weight knowing that I will get healthier was when we first started working together is you'd mapped out, um, really sort of a meal plan. Like here's breakfast, here's something for snack, here's lunch, here's, here's these sorts of things. And I liked very much that it didn't require perfection on my part because yeah. I think I said that right from the beginning. If this requires perfection, just tell me and I'm out. I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to do it. It's not going to happen. Let's not waste our time. And, and I really liked sort of you laid them out and this is why to do this. This is why to do that. And there's a lot to it. And I was wondering if we could look at like, even if we looked at like breakfast, so like mm -hmm. when you say eating like a whole um, meal or like whole food meal, that sort of thing, like what would, yeah. what, for example, for breakfasts, what would be, what would be included in that or what would be? Yeah, that, that's a, that's a great question because there, there's kind of a couple different avenues that, uh, that people need in those situations. First off, there's some people who need, everybody needs nutrition. Like everyone yeah. needs the whole food nutrition, the vitamins, minerals, things like that. Um, a lot of times people need convenience, right? A lot of people mm -hmm. time, a lot of times people don't have, you know, uh, a, a huge amount of time to prepare their breakfast in the morning. So that's a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, another thing is that um, it does set the tone for the day. So if you can start your day with the proper things, um, those habits are going to more likely continue on throughout the day, right. as opposed to if you start with something that is garbage, yeah. that will likely be the trend for the rest of the day. Yeah. The last thing that goes along with that is how can I create something that is good for my kids as well too, right? right? Especially so this off, time with kids being home. Exactly, right? So yeah. if we do have time, one of the one of my favorite things I like to make in the morning is uh, protein pancakes. So okay. the way I make those are very very simple. Um, if you're if you're envisioning eating a Aunt Jemima pancake, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more of a, of a dense kind of pancake, a little bit heavier, yeah. um, but it still does the trick. So all it is is I take whole eggs, and if I'm making them for now, I eat more food than most people um, because I have a very high metabolism and I exercise quite a bit and, right. and I know my body very well. So, yeah. so this recipe for me might need to be scaled back for most people. Uh, well, I'll scale it back anyways. I'll just, sure. I'll just keep okay. it simple so, so that people aren't overeating because I told them to, but very, very yeah. simple. Two eggs, half a banana, tablespoon of peanut butter, about a three quarter scoop of sculpt vanilla protein powder, about a half a cup of, of uh, large flake oats, a dash of cinnamon, and you blend that all up in a blender, blend it really, okay. really well. And then from there, it kind of creates like the pancake batter. Okay. You, you uh, cook it in a, in a frying pan over uh, medium to low heat. If you have the temperature too high, it's going to burn the pancake and it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Um, cook it nice and slow with the cover on because that'll help keep the moisture in too because they tend to 
sometimes get a little bit uh, dry if they're not cooked properly. Yep. But I'll cook it on low heat with the lid on, kind of keeps the steam in. Flip it, you have yourself a pancake, right? Um, now, where people will also go wrong with this recipe is they'll say, oh, great, I got a pancake. I'm going to throw a cup of maple, maple syrup, syrup on top. Don't forget right. the butter. Right. Feather that on too. Yeah. Exactly. Once again, those things aren't forbidden or banned, but be mindful of your portions, right? You don't yeah. need to drown it in the in the butter and the, the syrup, but a little bit is okay in those situations. Um, now, how can we tie that in? So that's, that's if you have a little bit of time. It doesn't take a crazy amount of time too, yeah. but um, to make. But um, that, that requires a little bit more time than if you were making a shake. Now, yeah. um, to kind of make that um, a little bit more kid-friendly, sure. um, yeah. I, I, I tell a story about when my son was, he was, I think he was like three or four years old, and uh, he had just had his birthday. Yeah. Um, so he, he was obsessed with cake. So every morning for like okay. a week straight, he, he, was, he was asking for cake for breakfast. Okay. I'm like, dude, you're, you're not having cake. So cake. finally on like the sixth or seventh day, I'm like, okay, dude, you want cake? You're getting cake. So all yeah. I did was I made this protein pancake. Okay. I cut it into triangles. Yeah. And in between each layer, I would put like a, a thin layer of Nutella on it. Perfect. And then create and then create like a layered cake. So there's your chocolate so icing. Great, <laughs> there you it, go. Well, there, and there and there's your there's your cake or whatever. Right? He didn't yeah. know. Like, no. I mean, I mean, I would like to think that I'm a little bit smarter than a four year old. Um, yeah. So I was I was able to trick him into thinking that that was cake. Um, but the, the the great part to it all is that my son to eat things like as individually he yeah. hates eggs yeah he hates bananas yeah he hates plain oatmeal right yeah. those are three of the main ingredients in that in, in that, that uh, recipe or, or yeah. in that pancake and uh and he loved it right yeah so so that was uh, so that's a cool thing we can do with our kids um yeah. now kind of to touch on breakfast um if you are pressed for time a shake is a quick and easy way to get some really, really good whole food nutrition in your body with very, very little time. Right. And it's very similar to the pancake recipe. Instead of using the eggs, you know, I'll use unsweetened almond or cashew milk. I prefer yeah. those to the dairy, dairy version, a little bit lower calorie, um, lower sugar, uh, which is great. Always go with the unsweetened if you can. Um, I think um, you used to be able to get that all the time at the grocery store, but I think I've told way too many people about it. And now... <laughs> And now I find myself scrambling to get it or I'll buy it in bulk when, uh, when it's available. But you start with a, a, a cup of unsweetened almond or cashew milk, um, yeah. one, one scoop of vanilla sculpt protein powder. Uh, from there, you can add in really anything you want, but kind of the staple shake that I like to go with. I yeah. usually throw in a half a banana okay. um, into the mix there. Um, I'll also put in um, a, a greens powder or I'll put in spinach. So, that's okay. where a lot of people, um, that's where you can get some really, really good nutrition mm. quick and easy um, is in your shake uh, with, with the greens powder. Because I, I deal with a lot of people who maybe don't like vegetables or maybe don't right. eat enough. But yeah. one scoop of greens powder will give you your recommended um, daily intake of greens um, for, for each day. So yeah. okay. um, if, if that's something that, um, you know, eating vegetables is a hindrance or mm. something that people don't do enough of or don't like them, that's an easy way to get it um, into your body and, and get, reap the benefits from it as well too. So yeah. I throw some greens powder in there or like I said, a handful of spinach. You don't taste it. Uh, I always throw cinnamon in there too because I like the taste of it. Plus mm. things, or, uh, cinnamon is going to help stabilize your, uh, your blood sugar levels. 
Um, I like to throw some ice in there too as well because okay. I, I like how it turns into kind of like a milkshake kind of thing. And I, and I throw peanut butter in there as well too because I, I, I need the calories. I like having a little bit more a little calories. Bit more in there. And I, yeah, and uh, the, the peanut butter banana flavor is, is pretty much my favorite. So um, yes. that, that, once again, that's a, that's a quick, easy thing that we all can do yeah. um, to start our day off right with some good, adequate nutrition um, that is going to set the tone for the rest of the day, right? And, the, and even that shake. And I have this conversation with people all the time, especially when they first start um, with, yeah. with my program, with Sculpt and, and focusing on their nutrition. I give them their plan and yeah. they say, well, well, what can I feed my kids? I'm like, you feed them feed that them exact same, these, yeah. yeah, the same stuff because it's all healthy food. No, yeah. you, they don't need to eat, you know, yeah, you don't need seven to ounces else. of chicken. Yeah. No. And you don't need to make something else, right? Yeah. Um, instead, of give, instead of giving them seven ounces of chicken and, and six ounces of potato, potato give them yeah. two and two like it yeah. just scale the portions back yeah. like it's not rocket science at the end of the day right and it builds and the I habits think, um, with them too like as kids to build right. the habits to eat good whole foods and it's not mm-hmm. like our, our our daughter loves broccoli stems she doesn't yeah. like the florets but if we yeah. uh steam it up broccoli just cut chop up the broccoli stems some more get little pieces make sure they get steamed up give them and to her absolutely she loves and, them and absolutely and once again, too, that's that investment of time of you doing that will pay dividends long term, right? Yeah. All these things that we do for with our nutrition and you know whether it's for ourselves or for our kids, those are all long term investments, yeah. right? But the problem is people are looking for that quick fix. Yeah. People are looking for that silver bullet, right? Yeah. How can I lose? How can I lose thirty pounds yesterday, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. If only. If only. One thing you had recommended. Um, for me, I assume you recommend for everybody is now the downside to this is you got to go to the bathroom a lot first thing in the morning, but it was like, drink, drink a liter of water with some pink Himalayan salt or salt and lemon juice. Yes. And yeah. So, um, why that recommendation? No, I was just gonna say why that one? Well, once again, too, uh, most people don't drink enough water throughout the day. Okay. So starting your day with water is going to set that tone. It's going to set that habit and you're likely going to drink more water throughout the day. So that's step number one of getting that water in there. And depending on the individual, it's anywhere from 752 to a liter of water. Um, But anywhere in that range is fine. Yeah. Um, um, So, so first off, when we wake up in the morning, we're everybody, doesn't matter who you are, you're going to be slightly dehydrated. Okay. So getting those, um, uh, getting those fluids back in your body to rehydrate the body and get everything back to homeostasis as quick as possible is key. Yeah. We throw some of the pink Himalayan salt in there as well too, to help balance out electrolytes and make sure yeah. our body holds on to that water that, that it needs from the night before. Right. Yeah. Um, so um, by balancing electrolytes with the salt in the water, that's going to do some good things for us. Um, the lemon in there too is going to help di- with digestion. So it kind of helps set up the digestive tract for the food that we're going to be consuming um, right after. Yeah. Um, aside from that as well too, um, and I will talk a little bit more, a little bit more about this when we get back, kind of on like COVID and the different um, yeah. strategies that we need to implement. Um, but um, the salt water has been shown to um, help reset the adrenal glands, and the adrenal glands are directly related to um, our stress levels, right? So when okay. stress levels go up um, and cortisol levels go up, you know our adrenal glands are firing yeah. into action, releasing that cortisol, right? So, so um, salt water or salt in general um, has been shown to help with regulating our adrenals and kind of getting them reset, okay. right? Um, so, so if that's not enough to kind of get you drinking more water on a regular basis, 
more or on a regular basis or yeah. first thing in the morning. Um, aside from all of that, but uh, it's scientifically proven that um, drinking, you know, anywhere from 500 to a liter of water, yeah. 20 minutes before your meal, each meal throughout the day can raise your metabolism by 27 to 29%, right? So yeah. just by drinking your water first thing in the morning and multiple times throughout the day, you will raise your metabolism. And by doing that, you're going you're to, for most people, burn more calories, calories lose, lose weight, more weight, improve yeah. your body composition, have more energy. The list goes on and on, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, and, and I'm sure you would have noticed too, when you first um, started implementing this habit, yeah. yes, you, you did go to the bathroom probably more and more throughout the day, but oh, yeah. I'm sure you also noticed as time went on, you became, it kind of regulated itself. Yeah. You know, your bladder got a little bit stronger. You're able to hold more <laughs> um, and it becomes less of a daunting task to do so. Right. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. less of a, less of an annoyance, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's a, uh, yeah, it, it was a habit that I've always liked. Um, I want to take a, just a quick, quick break. Um, and we come, and when we come back, I have a few, uh, listener questions for you. Um, and I just want to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. And so today's podcast episodes sponsored by just our local grocery stores. I think in Amherst here, we've got Superstore, Walmart, Sobeys, Highland Market. I think they've all done fantastic job, you know, making sure that we can still get our food and make sure we can get what we need. I know um, Tony Wood and his family are working really hard up the Highland Market to stay open, keep everything safe, to make sure that anybody in the community can get what they need. You can check them out on Facebook. Uh, they're, they have to adjust their hours fairly often, but you can check them out on Facebook. You can give them a call. Uh, I know they're there to help everybody as much as possible. Uh, Superstore has their online delivery system where you can get an order, your, place your order, pay with your visa and pick a, you can still pick a pickup time, like a delivery time. And then where you arrive at that point, they'll have your order for you. And Walmart and Sobeys, I believe they're still open. And I believe they're both doing like in the mornings between seven and eight, I believe they're doing sort of a time for people who are at risk or at higher risks for COVID to go in. So there's fewer people in the store. Things have just been cleaned before they've been opened. Uh, so I think all those grocery stores are doing a great job. And then Ryan, what about in Spring Hill? What's happening? Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know the specifics, uh, but yeah. I know Foodland is, is still open and operating. And once again, I'm sure as, as all the businesses are, especially the, the uh, grocery stores uh, in our area, they're doing um, all they can to, help keep up with the demands and the needs yeah. of, uh, of our local community members yeah. and uh, making sure that their facilities are, are uh, clean and uh, fully accessible for, for anyone who needs them. Yeah. And, and again, as everybody's saying, if you do need to go into the store, you know, have one person from your family go in, don't take the kids if you don't have to try to maintain the six foot social distancing rules, be safe when you do need to go in. And it's probably not a time to, you know, browse and touch all the apples grab what you need and get out, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'll tell you, for me, it's put a newfound respect on and the importance of the people who work stocking shelves at the grocery stores. Oh, absolutely. Cashiers. It's, yeah. you know, it puts that more in perspective. So they're, they're, they're the unsung heroes right now. Yeah. You just, you yeah. don't think about it and then it's like, Oh no, that's an extremely important job. So I've got a few listener questions for you about food. And after we go through these ones, um, I'd like to move over and talk about exercise. Okay. So first question, 
this one came from uh, James in Fort Lawrence. And he just said, is there such thing as drinking too little coffee? <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a great question. If you were to ask me on a personal note, yes, um, I, <laughs> I love coffee. Um, no, not, not at all. Um, okay. But I mean, once again, with um, just kind of touching back on people and, and not being educated on certain topics or as educated as they could be, yeah. um, coffee and caffeine um, sometimes get made out to be this monster, which it really isn't. Yeah. It's the same with any, you, you can abuse anything, right? You yeah. can eat too many oranges and have negative effects from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, coffee and, and caffeine is, is another one of those things where there are actually a lot of, uh, a lot of good health benefits from coffee. Um, whether it be uh, antioxidant properties, whether it's stimulating the mind and focus, right, with yeah. one cup. Now, if you're drinking yeah. ten, when you start then, measuring it in liters, right, a couple liters of coffee today—that's probably a bit much. Yeah, that's when you start to run into issues too, right? But once again, do you need coffee to sustain life? Me on a personal note, yeah. But in reality, um, from a health standpoint, no, you do not need coffee. So no, there is no such thing as too, <laughs> too little, little coffee. coffee. All right, sounds good. So this one, Mary from Amherst wrote in and said, uh, pie is basically toast with jam. That means it's a <laughs> breakfast food, right? <laughs> <laughs> These questions are awesome. Uh, no, and, and well, and once again, not to beat a dead horse, Andrew, but once again, it comes down to education, right? Yeah. Toast with jam is not <laughs> breakfast, right? No. Yeah. Um, that's what we've been told because, you know. It was quick. 50, it was 60, easy. It, well, and, you know, 60, 70 years ago when that was all that was available yeah. and, and it was almost a treat back then too, right? Um, or it was also all homemade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like probably at that point it was homemade bread. Homemade yeah, jam. so a, a homemade jam. So once again, still a little bit different, but there's still vital components that yeah. are missing there, right? Yeah. Um, we're not getting really, if we're eating a piece of toast and some jam, we're getting very little protein. We're getting yeah. very little nutrition, whether that's vitamins and minerals, whether that be from like whole fruits, yeah. whole vegetables. Yes, you can eat vegetables in the morning, make yeah. an omelet every once in a while, right? Um, and um, And when it comes to toast and jam or pie in Mary's case, um, <laughs> a, a lot of those ingredients are going to be processed and refined yeah, exactly. sugars and starches yeah. and preservatives, right? So yeah. unfortunately, um, it's, it's probably not the best option. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's, it's a terrible option. Definitely not. Right? <laughs> That's probably a fair um, answer. But, All right. But even toast and jam, like I said, that can be part of, of, a, of a healthy diet. Um, or healthy breakfast, I should say, yeah. but only if you're, like I said, your best options are like a whole grain or a whole homemade toast in one yeah. slice, not three, or even yeah. a half a slice. And, you know, and don't drown your, your bread in, in three or four tablespoons of, of sugar laden jam. Right. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing about that. All right. Last one, then we'll move on to, uh, uh, on to exercise. So this is Trisha from Amherst has asked, um, how many bags of morning chips? can I eat? <laughs> Which I guess morning chips are different than nighttime chips. I don't know. And, and, not... and, and different and different from storm chips. I assume. Yeah, I guess, I guess. I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah. Once again, chips are one of those things where there's not really a whole lot of nutritional value in them. And this isn't the downplay of the potato because the potato is actually a very nutritious product when it's in its yeah. whole form. Yeah. But when you get, when it gets to the state of being an actual chip, um, that's when we've lost a lot of its nutrition. We've added a lot of bad things such yep. as trans fats and oils and, 
and extra processed salts and things like that. So um, when is, what was the question again? How, how, <laughs> how many bags of morning chips can I eat? So how many bags of morning chips can I eat? Yeah. Um, zero. Zero morning chips. Yeah. Just a short answer is zero there. Yeah. Yeah. Easy, easy question. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to uh, the next part, sort of exercise. Because I mean, yeah. like, like for myself, I've found it somewhat tough. Like over the winter, I played a lot of hockey, did a lot of workouts at the Y. There's a lot of people who would be going to the Y for classes, workouts, all that sort of stuff. A lot of guys and women and people and everybody going up to Burbines. Yep. So, but now we can't do that. And, and it's important for us to have shut them down when we did. But yep. first, I guess the question is, what's, what are the benefits of keeping up with exercise like in mm -hmm. a time like this? Yeah, exercise, once again, it, it ties back into um, not just physical health, because yes, it is. It's going to make you healthier. It's going to make you um, uh, um, have a better body composition. It's going to make you not have that excess weight, um, as long as that's coupled with proper nutrition, mind yep. you. Um, but um, so it is going to make you physically more healthy. It is going to help improve your immune system, um, mm -hmm. which is important during this time. But aside from that, too, it's also going to give you those mental benefits, which we don't get from eating a salad. We don't right. eat a salad and get a release of endorphins that make right. us feel good and improve our mood, right? Yeah. Um, so, so exercise is important, is, is important on a physical and even more importantly, depending on the person, on a mental level as well, too. Yeah. I'll say I've been trying to uh, outrun the stress for the last week or so. It's <laughs> that tough to do. If not, it, it, if not impossible, but absolutely. And so that's one of the things too. So, um, I know you kind of hinted at it earlier, um, yeah. without even asking the question, right. Is, you know, what can people do yeah, during exactly. this time? Yeah. It's, it, and, and it doesn't matter what it is whether it's, yeah, the nutrition side of things, the diet or the, sorry, the exercise side of things, yeah. the stress management side of things that you just kind of talked about. Um, we live in a world where everything is at our fingertips, right? There mm -hmm. is no more excuses, Andrew, right? Yeah. So if you're not sure what to do, there's this thing that was invented a few years back. Yeah. It's called YouTube. Yeah. Okay. And if you go to YouTube and you type in home workout, no gym equipment, something along those lines of keywords, yeah. there will be thousands of videos that show you exactly what to do from your home. So, and the reason why, like, I kind of make, make fun of kind of the situation is because there are, there are going to be a lot of people who use the excuse yeah. of COVID-19 to be sedentary, to yeah. not move, to not exercise. Oh, the gyms are closed. I can't exercise. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That excuse does not fly anymore. It's not 1986. Okay. Yeah. And even then you had Jane Fonda's home workouts that you the could find masters. Your was, yeah. There was something, right? Yeah, sweating you could the run oldies. outside, right? Yes, exactly, yeah. right. But yeah. once again, it's um, it's it's important. It's it's very very important. And there's there's no excuse these days for people not to exercise, right? And uh, it's it's important now. It's as important now as it's ever been. Yeah. Because, like I said, a lot of people right now are experiencing the stresses, which you you've already yeah. talked about um, from yourself, like on a personal note, right? Yeah. And yes, exercise is going to make you physically more fit. But I'm more interested in, in, in making sure people have that option and are implementing that option that are also going to help them on the mental side of things as well to help manage that stress, yeah. right? Because this is, this is overwhelming for a lot of people. 
And it's yeah. very, very easy to do the wrong things, like turn to alcohol, turn to yeah. drugs, um, or, or even on a little bit of a lesser scale, but it's still bad to do nothing. Yeah. Doing nothing is, 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 is detrimental to your health. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so exercise I, is, is extremely important. Extremely so important. Would you have like a target for people? Like if, if somebody, you know, a like low, a, a low, a low target would be 30 minutes a day. And here's yeah. why, Andrew, and I'm saying every day. And here's why most people now have the time. Yeah. I did, I did, I did a kind of a funny little post a meme post the other day about, uh, you know, a pit, I, it was a, a guy laying on a couch sleeping, right? I said, um, it was along the lines of, um, this is what the people who didn't have time before COVID-19 yeah. are doing now. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so 30 minutes a day, that's not much like mm. in the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah. And the benefits are just insane when you get into that habit, right? Yeah. And just like I said, how you feel on a physical and more importantly, a mental level when you're in that routine, it's, it's, it's magical. It really, really yeah. is. And I'm, and I'm hugely passionate about it. Right. And you, you know that yourself yep. just oh, from, absolutely. From being in that routine. Right. And that's yeah. why you, you mentioned it. You didn't say I went for the run or I was trying to outrun the cake that I was eating no. or whatever, you know, yeah. you said you were trying to outrun the stress. Yeah. And that means that you directly have felt and do feel Yep. the positive mental benefits you get from exercise. Right? Oh, absolutely. And I think, and I think that's what people need to experience more of. Yeah. So with like the, the home workouts, like does it need to be doing, does it need to be something with like, you know, 10 push ups and then 10 burpees and then a bunch of sit-ups, like, does it need to be something like that or what? It can be anything, it, honestly. And it needs to be anything because I can't, I can't really say like everybody is so different in yeah. terms of their level in terms of where they're at with their fitness right now. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll give you an example. Yeah. I did, um, yesterday I did an online via okay. zoom. Yeah. Um, I did a online workout with my, with my novice hockey team. Okay. Right. So the, I had seven and eight year olds. I got yeah. their parents. They all logged in, uh, to, to, um, uh, this, this video conference meeting. Yeah. And we did a 45 minute workout with zero equipment. Okay. That's, that's the beautiful thing about technology these days. Like there's no, there's no excuses. And even if you don't know what to do, we know someone who does and guess what? Hit them up on Facebook. They got time. And they got time. Ask them to do a video with you. Right. Make it fun. Right. Go on Instagram. There's tons of people posting their workouts. Right. But yes. So here, I'll give you a run through of what we did. Sure. Uh, we did a quick, we did a quick five minute warm up, doing some running on the spot, yep. jumping jacks, knee grabs, um, stretch lunges. Um, yep. We did some butt kickers just to get the heart rate going. Then yep. we did a circuit style workout. Um, we did um, what do we do? Ten jump squats, followed by ten push ups, followed by fifteen lunges, followed by twelve Spider Man push ups. Followed by the, I made this workout harder than it should have been. I was gassed. So I can imagine how the kids <laughs> felt and, and, and then, uh, tw- and then after the Spider-Man pushups, we did, uh, 15, um, Russian twists and then, f- uh, 15 bodyweight squats. Okay. So we did all those exercises back to back to back to back. Then we took a two to three minute rest and we did it for four rounds. Okay. okay. Took us about 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And I was sweating like a pig afterwards. I expected it to be easy. I, I kind of underestimate the workout itself, but yeah. it was literally that simple. The camera was on us. The kids could see what I was doing. So they yeah. knew and learned how to do it. So if a seven-year-old 
can can take a look at a video and, and do along. an exercise, right? What's stopping the rest of us? Yeah. Right? Nothing. Yeah. Like I said before, excuses are out the window now, right? Yeah. And uh, and once again, too, as a caveat to that all, yeah, the kids got active and they were able to socialize a little bit because they yeah. haven't seen each other in a few weeks, right? So that Absolutely. was really cool. But I know just for myself, and I'm going to talk to some of the other parents too, because um, I've been exercising with my kids more during the day now that yeah. I am home uh, and not working as much. I've seen a huge improvement in their behavior and their yeah. attitudes, right? Yeah. And I credit that to a couple things. Um, not only am I exercising more with them, um, yeah. but I'm also introducing, I'm doing some breathing techniques and some meditation stuff with them, stuff that I normally wouldn't do on a regular basis. Yeah. I do it, just not enough. And uh, I'm also more in control of their diet. Right? right. So before when they would be going to daycare and maybe yep. not eating as clean as a uh, of diet that I would put in yep, place. Exactly. Um, I, I mean, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the benefits and it's immediate. Like I said, this is within a week. Yep. Right. So just imagine how habits are going to have the effects that they're going to have in a year, two years, 10 years, 20 years. Yep. Right. So, carrying them and, on. and that's once again, that's touching on the long-term investment. Exactly. Right. Yeah. There's, there's no better investment than in our health, in my opinion. Yeah. Cause it's a tough one. Like it's interesting you brought it up there sort of exercising for kids. Like, you know, like when kids are at school, you know, recess is 15 minutes, but it, get outside and play with their friends and play with their kids for fifth or play on the play equipment, run around the playground for 15 minutes. They're getting outside, they're doing something. And it's kind of, it's tough now like socially isolate. You can't just send them out yeah, to play with the kids. It is tough because the, the, those options aren't necessarily there as much um, to do those things. We just have to adapt. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what it kind of comes down to. Yes. Our kids aren't going to school and playing recess, getting gym class and stuff like that. But at the same time, every routine is changed up. Every routine is disrupted. Yeah. We have to adapt as a society, right? Yeah. Um, so, and, and that's what it comes down to. We're either going to adapt or not. And that's, everyone has that choice, but my strong suggestion is people should adapt because the resources are there. Yeah. Right? And I know there's, um, I've seen a couple of things around on, I think Julie, um, Ripley Gould with Hatha yoga studio in Amherst yep. here. I think she's done a few, um, Facebook live or zooms classes, like a couple yep. of her yoga classes. I think I've seen her doing some of those. I think the, the why is doing some as well. Like if you want, like if there's people out there who like doing the regular yeah. classes or need that, this is happening at this time, a little bit more of a structure mm -hmm. on that. There's some of, there's a lot of those things going there too. Um, endless. It's endless. Yeah. Seriously. And maybe what we'll do is um, some of the things we've talked about, like the recipes I'll put either up on a, like on my website, tgapod.ca for this. Um, maybe we'll put a link to that. Maybe we'll, if I can figure out how to do it, I'll put some notes in the, put the links in the show notes. I'll see what I can do from that. Maybe we'll, we'll see if there's a couple like YouTube ones that are either you recommend or if I'm good, we'll probably maybe put a few links into that. Um, Absolutely. And the last, last topic on sort of the health is sleep. Right. So sleep. I don't even think I have a sleep. question. I'm just going to say sleep. Yeah. So I mean, sleep is just kind of, part of stress management and that's what i yeah. kind of clump it under in terms of it's like you would put under one umbrella is stress management now this literally outside of of social distancing to me this is probably the next 
on the list in terms of, of what should be a priority for people. Um, yeah. For one, people don't normally recognize when they're under stress because they've been under the stress for mm. such a long period of time that becomes the norm. Yeah. Um, but during something like this, this is when we start to really notice the effects, right? Because it does go up a little bit. So we might feel some tightness in the chest, right? We might feel a little more anxious at times when we normally wouldn't, right? Yeah. But literally stress is the cause of 100% of all illness in the world, right? Um, whether that's mental illness, yeah. physical illness, when our body is stressed beyond what it can handle, our body is meant to fight off disease and meant to yeah. fight a lot of them. I shouldn't say all of them, but it's meant to fight yeah. off and be able to protect itself. But when our stress levels get beyond what it can handle, our immune system gets compromised. It yeah. makes us more susceptible to disease. COVID-19 being a prime example of, yeah. of something that can really affect us during this high stress period. And so sleep is one of those things. It's, it's not necessary. Yes, we need it to help mitigate stress, but it's also one of those things that can be an indicator as to whether or not our stress levels are being managed properly. Yeah. So if you notice that your regular sleep patterns are getting disrupted, meaning you either can't fall asleep when you normally do, or you're waking up in the middle of the night and can't yeah. fall back asleep, right? Those are clear signs that your stress levels aren't being managed properly. Yeah. So there are many things that we should do. First off, the two things we already talked about, eating well yeah. and exercising, those help manage stress. When we give our body what it needs, yeah. it keeps stress levels down, right? Um, so that's what we want to do. So, so some other things that we can do yeah. are things like, deep breathing exercises, um, right. avoiding too much consumption of negative material, i.e. being COVID-19. I talked to you before yeah. we started, Andrew, how I've almost gone too far with, with, with not consuming anything because yeah. I feel like I'm, I think I need to be a little bit more informed than I am because I've been totally avoiding it. Um, but managing stress and having proper sleep is absolutely instrumental to having an adequate and high functioning immune systems, right? So, and um, sorry, go ahead. I, I, no, I do want to expound on sort of the comment on consuming the information because I yeah. found for myself like last week, last week was a very, very tumultuous week. Like there was just yep. so much changes, so much stuff happening. You know, we're going into March break, then all of a sudden schools are canceled. And then, you know, Monday, this got shut down. Tuesday, this got shut down. Thursday, it, it was very just... And it was very, it was a, yeah, almost like it was almost for a lot of people. And I think found for myself too, kind of a traumatic week, so many changes, so many things. And I'd want to get on to Facebook. I'd want to get onto Twitter and I'd want to make sure that I, I kind of felt like if I knew the information right now, I somehow, or if there was one more piece of information that'll maybe come out now, this will make me feel better. And I'd be chasing that. Mm -hmm. And it would actually cause me more stress trying to exactly. chase that information. And mm -hmm. so similar, I think to yourself is I took Facebook off my phone. I took Twitter off my phone. I did those sorts of things so that if I wanted to get that information, I had to go downstairs and sit on the computer and make mm -hmm. the conscious effort to look at it instead yep. of just having easy access to it in my, in the palm of my hand. Right. You know? Right. So, so just kind of to touch on that, there's been some trends that I've seen over the last two, three weeks. Um, and I, and I always look at kind of data that I personally collect for my clients. Yeah. The first week was almost like that shock and awe week where people yeah. were like, um, what's unsure going on, of what to do, what? The, yeah. the fear of the unknown. Right. Yeah. Um, which, which, you know, if, if, um, that, that could be a position that me and you are in right now too, by yeah. kind of distancing too much. Right. And we're yeah. not informed enough that can actually 
turn into more anxiety, yeah. more nervousness because there is that unknown, right? Whereas yeah. the reality might kind of put us more at ease or whatever, right? Yeah. Or at least take that off our mind, right? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the first step is people were, like I said, fear of the unknown. There was that shock and awe period where people were scared of change too, yeah. right? Because yeah. everything was getting changed, right? So what I did with my clients in that first week was we focused on creating some structure. Nothing right. serious, not overalling anything, but recognizing having the conversation, hey, things are going to change. Here's what I think we need to do to adapt to that change. Yeah. Let's implement it for the next week. Awesome. So the week passes. They come back the following week. We have our conversations. And they say, okay, I made the adjustments. And it was, it was, a, it was a really, really tough week still. I'm like, yeah. yeah, it was a tough week because you were making changes. Yeah. Right? That's why it was tough. It had nothing to do with the external factors that were going on. It's simply because change was happening around you and you had to adjust. When we make changes to anything, it's not easy, right? So so that's the conversation I had today with most – I have most of my clients booked today. So those are the conversations I had today. So what we do and what we look for moving into week three is simply building on the stuff that we did well – And trying to be consistent so that we start to see things become easier. Things start to flow a little bit more seamlessly where our routines start to feel like a routine, right? And that's when you know you're on the right track, right? But it's impossible over the last two, three weeks, at least in our area, earlier in in other areas. Oh, absolutely. Um, But for for us as East Coasters in Canada, um, it's these last three weeks, it's impossible to not feel the added stress of yeah. change, yeah. right? And the fear of the unknown. So where pe- what I think people, what I think people need to do if they haven't done it already is create a roadmap, focus on some things that are going to occupy your mind in a positive way, yeah. still allow you to adjust um, to the scenario. One example I had to do, um, just because once again, of the, the fear of the unknown, right? Yeah. I didn't know how this was going to affect my business, right? Yep. Um, so me doing my due diligence, I started to take a look at my own personal finances and spending, my expenditures and stuff like that. Yep. And it allowed me to take a look that, at something that I probably wouldn't have looked at otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yep. And I was able to make some adjustments, put my mind at ease. And, therefore, and, and then when things do go back to normal, I'm going to be that much further ahead further ahead anyways yeah right so i'm tackling things that i normally would have put on the back burner yeah. or not thought of at all right yeah. i think that's what a lot of people have to do it could be as simple as doing spring cleaning now you yeah. know what i mean we have the yeah. time yeah right so instead of using this time to overthink overanalyze and therefore overstress yeah. yep. you need to translate that into doing something more positive or more positive things right because because i think we, it's almost always, sorry go ahead no i was gonna say i think those are things that are almost that are in your control you know, like everything like, is in our control, right? Or, Outside. Sorry. No, I Go mean, ahead. just like, like focusing on like, like getting in and looking at your personal finances, spring cleaning, these things you can actually have control over, um, the federal government response to COVID-19. You don't really have a lot of control over no, right now. Absolutely. You know? Or the news it, it, is you don't have control over. I'm glad you brought that up because that was the, the kind of the key point And I was getting across to people. We need to yeah. focus on things that we control. Yeah. Right. We can't control the, the, the death rate. We can't control, no. um, you know, how many, I mean, outside of what we do ourselves. Yeah. And that's why making ourselves <laughs> and our own health a priority is, it needs to be 
the number one focus, not just for me, not just for, but for everyone as a society, right? Yeah. We, it, it's, it's, and it's all encompassing. It's not just social distancing. It's everything on every level. Yeah. Right? Cause I think one of the things that we, real, that we haven't talked about a whole lot with the health right now is washing your hands. Washing your my hands. hands are so so dry oh yeah like same here I, I i was i was never great at it to begin with um full disclosure yeah um but i obviously i've once again i'm one of those per, one of those people i leave no stone unturned if i'm yeah. doing this i'm doing it yeah and my hands are so friggin' dry right now it's unbelievable but oh, you know same here i feel I, I feel healthy i feel healthy yeah it's just what we've got <laughs> yeah. to do yeah. you know it's no, I, I, I really appreciate coming on here and uh, you have me on here and allow me to kind of discuss this because uh, it is something that I, I take very, very seriously uh, for many different reasons. Um, for one, um, I am in the health and wellness world, yeah. um, always have been, always will be. So it's something that's, that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I also have young kids. Yep. Um, so I want to, I'm thinking about their future as well as, as yep. well as everyone else's. And I also have a wife who works as an emergency nurse, nurse yep. in our, in our hospital. Right. So, um, you know, this is something that, uh, is, it affects everybody. Yep. And, uh, but if we all do what's necessary and I, and I say that word with all seriousness, it, it's yep. a necessity. It's yep. not, it's not something I want people to do. It's not something I wish pe- it's, it's a necessity, it's a necessity for people to, make their health a priority even more yep. so than they would before. I, I explained to one of my clients earlier today, I am one of the healthiest people I know and yeah. I am still doing everything I can to improve my health in yeah. this situation. Right. Yeah. So I think everyone needs to kind of adopt that mentality. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate you a lot for coming on, Ryan. I uh, knew I wanted to get you on cause this is, I've said all along right from the beginning of this, we will get through this because that's Absolutely. what we do. Um, we just, have to work together we'll only get through it mm-hmm. together so um so like i said our guest today was ryan reynolds with sculpt health and wellness uh if anybody's interested like i said i've had a lot of success working with ryan over the last 18 months and getting healthier and maintaining a healthier lifestyle if anybody's interested in more information you can find them on lo- on facebook uh ryan reynolds or sculpt health and wellness health on, and facebook, yeah. on facebook yeah, health and wellness. I think it, yeah check out our amherst account there Okay. Tell them all this Amherst. Yeah. Okay. And, and you can find me on my personal page. I'm a pretty easy guy to find. Okay. <laughs> and we'll put some links on either in the show notes or on our website as well for anybody who's interested in, in uh, talking to Ryan about Sculpt Health Wellness or interested in talking to him about any East Coast athlete apparel, hats, sweaters, shirts, <laughs> anything along those I got, lines. I'm, so I'm a one stop shop, man. I can do <laughs> I got, yeah, it's, uh, not, I'm not just a one trick pony, man. Hey, nothing wrong with that at all. So appreciate (laughs) you coming on, Ryan and take care. Appreciate you having me, Andrew. It's been a lot of fun, man. Hopefully we can do this again sometime. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, And hopefully the topic is a little less serious. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. That's the, that's the big thing right there. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Exactly. Thank you very much to Ryan Reynolds with Sculpt Health and Wellness for coming on the episode today. We'll put links to a lot of the recipes and the other articles and other information that we talked about either in the show notes or on our website, tgapod.com. We're coming back on Thursday with a conversation with Natasha Perrin from Trinity St. Stephen's United Church about how to stay connected in your church and spiritual faiths while we're still maintaining social distances. So please subscribe on Apple Podcasts 
or sign up for our newsletter at tgapod.com to stay up to date on everything that's happening. Other than that, remember everybody, we will get through this. In Ganbate, everybody. Ganbate. And for one last bonus surprise for anybody who's listened on this far, we have a surprise guest coming on to say hello in French. Her name is... Her name is Isabel. Bonjour, je m'appelle Isabel. <laughs>